ballooned up and coronavirus is to blame. Today, we talk about diets. Take two. I'm a fat slob and I blame the coronavirus. Today, we talk about diets. Take three. I'm a tub of lard in a pair of old navy sweatpants and a plain black t-shirt. And today, we're here to talk about diets. Take four. When Jello sees my stomach shake, it says, damn. And today, we'll talk about diets. Take five. That's not an eclipse you're seeing. That's me standing close to you when the sun is out. And today, we're going to talk about diets. For those of you who have listened to episodes one and two, you know that three is part of a trilogy. It's the uh, kickoff of Jeff Becomes Jeff podcast. So your friendly host, me, yours truly, Jeff with one F, that is correct. Jeff with one, well, we'll discuss that another time. But uh, yes, I am on my fifth Guinness and I have a sixth awaiting me uh, as I do this podcast. I'm Irish and German predominantly, so yeah, I can handle my booze, even though this isn't booze, it's beer, but potato, tomato. So thought I would talk about diets because diets in general, I mean, we're in this time I mentioned in episode two, talking about coronavirus, how I'm trying to be responsible about what I eat. But here's what happens. I do great. I do great. And then, you know, that one o'clock in the morning, almost bedtime. Maybe I will make... Okay, I have invented some of the weirdest shit during the coronavirus. Most of them are just like variations on grilled cheese, probably. But grilled peanut butter and jelly. Okay, so it's basically just buttering bread on the outside, applying peanut butter on the inside to one, jelly to the other, close it up, flip it, flop it, flip it, flop it, cook it, fry it, grill, 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 and it heats... The peanut butter in the middle, which is softens and gets kind of liquidy and delicious. So grilled peanut butter and jelly, great idea when I wake up the next day and feel like a mountain shifting across a placid lakeside view in order to get from the bed to the bathroom. No. Okay. So I'm not that big, but Jeffy got to slim down. So typically diets, I mean, there's your main groups of diets. You've got your... Atkins diet, or they don't call it Atkins anymore. It's just low carb. You've got your vegans, your vegetarians, which are different than the vegans, which is just like a total, I don't really care about the difference between vegan and vegetarian. Do you want to know why? Lean in closer. I'll tell you. It's because I like meat. That's why I love, I love meat and cheeses and things made with dairy them's sums of my faves things okay but i can't always have that stuff you know because the meats and the cheeses are good but that's good depends on how you do it the no carb thing meats and cheeses are encouraged right because they're low carb unless they have sugar in them somehow because for those of you who don't know already Carb is sugar and sugar is carb. Maybe it's not cross-compatible like that, but a carb becomes a sugar. That's science. But the low-carb stuff is not for me. I like breads and carbs more than I like meats and cheeses. And it's apples and oranges, man. That's all it is. It is all these different diets. It's all about the discipline. It's not really about the diet. I learned that years ago. I weighed... A decent amount. 
And apparently I quote unquote carried it well. I heard this after the fact, but I sprained my ankle. And during that time I had to go to the doctor and they found out, well, your blood pressure is getting kind of high. Not so high that we have to give you medicine, but high enough that we want you to, you know, Let's try some different things. So I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to diet and exercise, diet and exercise, discipline, discipline, discipline. And I lost like 60 pounds in, I don't know, like seven months, maybe eight months. I was working out. I was running. I was counting every single calorie. But when all was said and done, over the course of those years, things happen and you lose that discipline. You lose that sight. You lose that motivation. And I've gained it all back. Yeah, that happened. So here's a diet that I created for myself, which has actually been the most successful diet that I've ever had. It is the no meat and no cheese diet. Here's the reason why I, it's not like non-dairy, it's just no meat, no cheese. Here's why. When I can eat meat and cheese for any reason, for any diet, I will pop meat and cheese into my mouth like Liberace, with dicks, okay? It's gonna be left and right. So the no meat and no cheese diet, seriously though, it just, like I would make a sandwich and I'm gonna make a turkey sandwich with one slice of cheese and some lettuce and some tomato and some light mayonnaise and some mustard, which is very low calorie, pretty much zero. And I'm even gonna use light bread. But when I'm making the sandwich, a second slice of cheese opened itself up. I have to put that in my mouth to save it. Or, you know, a little bit of, bit of the shredded turkey stuck to my finger. It's a full serving and a half, but it's stuck to my finger. I have to do something about it. I'll just stick it in my mouth and eat it. It's the safest place for the turkey right now. I just can't be trusted around meat and cheese, okay? It is a fact. So when I do no meat, no cheese, the thing is, is I don't really want carbs as much anymore because the carbs were only good with the meat and the cheese, like the p potatoes and bread. Well, you can make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's no meat, no cheese, but you'll get sick of those really quick. What other sandwich are you going to make? You can't make a BLT. You can make a LT. That's about it. But I end up wanting more like vegetables and corn and soups and things like that because they fill me up more and the carbs just aren't that great without the meat and the cheese. If you are disciplined with that, I think that is a good one, but it is not a diet that is out there because I made it up and you're welcome. Trademark, hashtag, copyright, don't take it. So then you got like these dinosaur diets, like the paleo diet. I am completely talking out of my ass. I did no research. Oh, which one is paleo? There's one where you gotta, I'm eating nuts and beans and things that come from the ground when the dinosaurs walked the earth. Um, I don't remember. Oh, and then there's keto. And keto is like, I need to put my body in this certain state. So I'm going to eat a certain type of food, a certain amount of food. I'm gonna change my body and make it metamorphosize into this keto-like state, which is <laughs> powerful and burning fat. No, 
you know, it's all about discipline. I am aware of the keto diet a little bit and know that, man, that, that's got to be like pretty perfect or you're going to screw that shit up because you won't go into ketosis. What? You were having a breakfast bar this morning? Oh no, your body will never go into ketosis if you do that. I would recommend that you stop having the breakfast bar. There's the straight-up low-calorie diet, which I have also done. I coupled this with the no meat, no cheese. That's like double diet indemnity. I don't think that's the right use of the word indemnity right now, but it happened. So, it w- basically low-cal, obviously, count your calories. I get so many calories. I get, I get 500 calories. Okay, 500 calories isn't a lot. I get... 2,000 calories based on what I think I'm going to do. Because you have to burn calories. That's basically people want to know, what do I have to do to lose weight? I mean, it's basic math and science at this point. You have to burn X amount of calories more than you intake in a given day or a given period of time to equal one pound. It's just math at that point, which I'm not giving you the math because I don't know the exact number. I don't know. But the point is calories count. That is key. Like you've got the Jenny Craig and the Weight Watchers, the Weight Watchers where you've got your points, your point system. I got 14 points on my broccoli and chicken. What does that mean? You don't win. You needed 16. Man. What, you know, it's the point system. It's it's like giving treats to a dog. All right, you can have these two pancakes that are very small and have about half the flour that they're supposed to. You can have those. You can have those. They're going to be delightful. And we're going to give you eight pints. Eight pints. Okay, eight pints. I think they're just trying to break calories down. I think they're trying to do division. I think that's what's happening is they're trying to say, all right, for every hundred calories, we're going to award 20 points. Bam. So now you're having a... 150 calorie meal and they say here's 25 points or they say here's a 300 calorie meal be careful and they're like that's 60 points be careful i could be wrong if this might be not what the jenny craig or the weight watcher system is all about i'm just speculating But my point is, it all boils down to the discipline. If you don't have the discipline, you have to have exercise, okay? I'm sorry, sorry to report that in order to achieve the goal that you want, you need both diet and exercise. That second part is pretty important. So exercise is important. Diet, I would say. Do you want Dr. Jeff's advice? Dr. Jeff would advise that you lean toward a low-calorie diet. Find an app that tracks your daily input or just look some shit up on Google and figure out how many calories you should be eating. Then keep track of the shit that you put in your mouth and make sure you don't go over that number. You don't need points. You don't need specific beans. You don't need magic lentils. You don't even need to stay away from bread. But you do need to stay disciplined on your diet. Ladies and gentlemen, lads and gals, lasses and gents, 
I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeff. Good night.